Long past the hour for quitting labour, amid the smoke-filled haze of the south gate, the after-lodge crew continues to linger in the rubbish of the temple, under the watchful eyes of right-worshipful Grand Censor Bob. Not recognised nor endorsed by any grand or subordinate lodge of regular masons, irregular masons, co-masons, Canadian masons, or internet wannabe masons, they banter on as always. Puffing cigars, drinking stale coffee, making terrible jokes, studying agency law, spreading the intemperance and excesses of digital masonry, and generally disappointing all seven of their podcast subscribers. Do yourself a favor and stop listening now. Only trolls and masochists dare to eavesdrop upon this after-lodge banter. The minstrel boy to the war is gone In the ranks of death you will find him His father's sword he has girded on And his wild harps long behind him Land of song, say the warrior bard Though all the world betrays thee One sword at least thy rights shall guard One faithful harp shall praise thee Fell, but the foeman's chain could not bring that proud soul under. The harp he loved ne'er spoke again, for he tore its cords asunder. And said, No chain shall sully thee, thou soul of love and bravery, thy song. Were made for the pure and free They shall never sound in slavery We're going live, put your clothes on Welcome to episode 180, what are we at, 7? 7 of the After Lodge podcast Uh, This is After Lodge Harlan, as you can see from my banner If you're watching the YouTube stream The After Lodge Sensation Joined, as always, by my fearless partner in masonry slash civil union, but then oh. got a girlfriend. That's sweet. Uh, worshipful, worship bliss. That's that's, bliss. that's for appearances, sir. And good evening, gentlemen. <laughs> um, and Cartman's back again. Hello. He's he's like the fixture that's always there, turning the dials. I don't. I don't think he ever left. I, uh, I don't really know what that's been on since last week. It's not the show, but he spends the whole show like working the dial, so we'll take it. We have Sir John Hessel. The <laughs> Sir John. Grand generalissimo of After Lodges all over the world. And uh, the Neanderthal breathing in the background would be <laughs> County Merrillect, formerly Reverend Angry Tony. What's up? Yeah. Oh wait, that's not Tony. He's wearing a hat. Which which no, one of your things is this? He promised this us Deacon is- Doug this week. Ah, Deacon Doug. Deacon Doug is the one running for election. That's how I'm gonna win. I hate ah. everything. 
everything. Well, if you hate all the right things, that will that will get but, you mayor's office in this deeply, deeply red county of ours. Back in my day, I'm going to run the past masters campaign. Back in my day, I remember how things used to be. All right, and I suppose our uh, our guest of, of honor, if you want to call it that, is uh, my brother and well, my brother and uh, your fraternal lodge mate, uh, worshipful Mike, master of the After Lodge Lodge. Quick, Mike, somebody hit something three times. Mike, I'm one to y'all. Oh, I don't know. Oh. How's 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 that? Is it working? Yes, it's working. It just wasn't. I asked you before the show. Why are you here? <laughs> it's working. It's just not working. <laughs> and that's our and that's our master, everybody. I we we all gave Bruce like a a ton of crap last year for the ridiculous number of members that we lost to the messenger of death in 2017 like unprecedented in in at least my time in the lodge it was ridiculous oh by the way bruce i just discovered another one that died in <laughs> november and no one told us i i, I saw that in slack uh, i sent him a dues really disappointing him. but it doesn't count because we didn't find out about it till now so. no it was under your watch brother nope but nope. last night nope. Uh, I had to be careful to remind Worshipful Mike that, uh, you know, we gave Bruce all that crap, but he isn't off to the greatest of starts. Um, last night, we were all at a very, very large Masonic funeral uh, for, for our uh, beloved brother, Captain America, who we've talked about extensively on the show. Um, he's like a, like a childhood hero of mine. That I actually got to know. Um, of everyone's, like every Mason yeah. in the city knew this guy. Yep. Yep. I, I already petitioned uh, the encyclopedias, Oxford, and everyone else to replace all of their pictures of John Wayne with this guy <laughs> um, next to the definition for man. Nice. And uh, yeah, this this guy was was ninety ninety four, and. Um, just a hell of a guy. We we've we've talked for countless hours on the show, telling stories about him. Um, he will be dearly, dearly missed. Uh, one of the things that particularly took me was at the funeral, they had to get like extra chairs in the front row because that's where the immediate family sits during a Masonic funeral. Here, this guy's immediate family was like fifty something people. Holy Moses! His his great great grandkids were there so for those of you who aren't real good with family trees that means his grandkids grandkids were were there at the funeral and they were all older than my kids I heard one of the uh, funeral directors walk by as a woman she goes I've worked here 20 years I've never seen anything like this oh wow <laughs> yes uh, and then we we, we, we had a lot of... Uh, I showed up pretty early because I knew I'd want to hang around with everybody and tell tell stories about the guy, which we were all doing for quite some time. Like the time when we were packed into that little, like, you know, 100-square-foot lodge room doing a Master Mason degree, and he tied everyone's apron strings together. 
or uh or my favorite was during uh during a certain part in the master mason degree where he would end up kneeling at the altar um in, in a very being chastised y'all y'all know what i'm talking about and uh so he would always be trying to blow out the lesser lights while the master's talking except <laughs> In most lodges, you know, they don't actually have candles like we do. They're light bulbs. <laughs> and he's just, like, trying to blow them out. And always messes up the master. Um, and then one time we, we were using candles, and he accidentally almost blew one out. Yes. <laughs> and almost jumped our, off the altar. He broke our table. You remember that? When uh, we had the chamber of reflection set up in the Tyler's room, and he came running out the door at the end and tripped over the door jam and like went through the air and plowed over our table, the candles and everything. Oh God. He was like 91 at the time and he's laying there not moving. And we're all like, uh Oh, and then trying to get him to get up. And then finally we got him rolled over and he just wasn't moving. Cause he was laughing too damn hard. <laughs> and then he like pops up like a boy. Like what's fun. Just, just that that guy, the guy we talked about that was still like picking fully grown men up off the ground and shaking them around when he wanted to. Um, he tossed me around pretty make well. Him like that anymore, but uh, he will be sorely missed. I'd never, I've always heard of people dying of old age, but I always thought it was like a euphemism that people use. But this guy was so tough that like he, th there was no disease or anything that took him out, like. It wasn't cancer or heart attack or anything like that. He just literally died of old age. Like he just got so old that his stuff quit working. Um, Damn. Yeah, it was drawn out. We talked a few shows back about uh, a bunch of us going out to his house for dinner one night. Uh, so, you know, we, we all knew this was coming for, what, probably six months. Um. So that that was nice that uh, all of his brothers got the opportunity to spend some time with him before he was gone. Um, but I do know that Master Mason degrees in this entire part of the country will will never be the same. Uh, so anyway, this is uh, the After Lodge podcast bidding farewell to Captain America till we meet again. He will and, be. Uh, now that we got. Remind uh, me at the end. I, I have a good song to book in the show with. Good. Well, now that we got the uh, the somber, serious stuff out of the way, um, I was reading his obituary, and it described him as he always had a, quote, trickster's gleam in his eye, <laughs> which I thought was very fitting. And so I feel like he would appreciate it if we took this show and satisfied the trickster's gleam in his eye. So uh, that's enough being sad before I get all choked up and uh, talk about something funny, like Tony running for mayor. <laughs> it, it, oh wait, you're serious? That it, it was a mistake. Um, I put on my application Supreme Commander, and they they <laughs> somewhere or another messed it up, and they put me in for County Mayor. So I don't know how that happened, but I'll be talking to the people in power about. I mean, that. it's it's almost the same thing. I I would be a good Supreme Commander. I'd be very very benevolent. Um, I would I would be like Henry the Eighth or something. What? Oh. what I, mm, wait, what? 
How's your wife feel about Henry that? The, uh, she doesn't know history that well, so she'd probably be on board until the guillotine <laughs> came out. <laughs> so, you know, just to clarify, you, you did, in fact, break away and start your own church. So Exactly. Henry VIII started his own church. Um, so he, he, he pretty much married whoever he wanted. So. Yep. But no, that's enough about that. I, I don't I gotta be very incognito. Uh, anything anything that's ever been said on this show, uh, I do not stand beside it. It was said oh, in God. a someone's gonna uh, uncover a particular show. Do I need to yeah, <laughs> it's the, Bruce, do I need to pull oh, that God. off the archives? No, 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 no. Let it be known that anything Tony said on this show ever was one of his personalities. It was for him. He does not believe or endorse any of the things he has ever said on this show. He you has the what? hats to prove it. I was going to. Oh yes, that, that is that is a that is just an absolutely glowing political endorsement. One of his many personalities. <laughs> so that's where I was going to go. Was no, to no, make no. But he for the show. Right. I don't mean that he actually has no, it. No, no, no. no. With that endorsement, up. fuck it. You need to run for Congress, Tony. Let's. let's well, <laughs> <this marathon. laughs> You're shooting for DC. I realize the county that we live in, like. You all think this is funny, but his multiple personality disorder probably makes him more popular <laughs> with the voters. Here, so, um, hey, my my campaign's ad is gonna be what happened to my thing? Did I go away? Yes. yes. There you go. Yeah, that's a shitty ad. I wish. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is, John. <laughs> I'm, you know, I'm just trying to help. No, we're gonna. Well, now he actually went away. <laughs> He's gonna do I was the, kidding, the, Tony. Come back. Come back. He's gonna do the campaign commercials like with the with the really sad music with like the puppies and whatnot. Um, In the arms of an angel. <laughs> it's gonna be like that. There's a big uh there's a big political snafu with the animal shelter that's making big news here right now. So he's gonna tackle that with uh with one of those like uh ASPCA ads. It's going to be like, you know, you, you could vote for Tony and also send $18 a month to his campaign caucus, <laughs> um, which I have the misfortune of being the custodian of. So we're all going to jail. That's that's how this is going down. What's this wee thing? You got a dirt in your pocket? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm, I'm the custodian of. Uh, the the campaign treasurer. So when he screws all this up, we, election John, finance. You're, you're, you're safe. Yeah. Although um, if he gets elected, I might have to just move because that's going to be fun. As a matter of fact, we're going to need you to run this show while Harlan and I are in jail. Yeah. Um, it's, um, should that happen. So for those of you who haven't been listening since the beginning, uh, because we talked about this way back in early shows, uh, this would be Tony's run for, for the county mayor's office before. Um, of course, as you all know, he's a stinking commie Democrat in a deep red county. So you can imagine how that went over. Um, yeah, but he's taking another shot at it. And I should have learned the last time when he talks me into being the campaign treasurer to say no, uh, because the last time he, he would just bring me like wads of cash and be like here. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Where, where did this come from? I was like, I, I don't know. I was, I was, I was at this this county festival, and like people were just handing me money. I'm like, did, did, you, 
I gave you these little cards you have to fill out with like who they work for and blah blah blah. That we we have to track all that. That I don't know. Here's here's a couple grand in, in small bills. Uh, just <laughs> up. Oh God, oh God! You, you can't give the money back because you you don't know who it came from. Like right. So then I'm trying to deal with like election finance people. Like uh, at, how do I get out of this situation? And then waiting on like the the feds to show up. It's terrible. Um, and I, I'm not entirely convinced that that wasn't actually his own money that he was bringing me just so I would think people were giving him money. Um, yeah. Self-endorsing. Yeah, whatever works. <laughs> like, why are you trying to impress me? I'm already voting for you. <laughs> Only because there's not a libertarian in this race yet. You have to have the core group of voters, Harlan, and, and expand from there. Yeah. Which so he's working on the lodge right now and uh, having a terrible time. He's got at least three voters in the lodge. He does out of the hundred and twenty members of the lodge, <laughs> <laughs> because there's three Democrats. Wow. Also, two of them are him and you. And and out here, party affili- affiliation runs much deeper than the bonds of brotherhood. Does wow. help that quite a few guys live out of the county. Oh yeah, there's that too. Like most of the members of our lodge can't vote for Tony. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they're either felons or live outside the county. <laughs> so, because wow, the good thing to Pennsylvania, we disenfranchise uh, released prisoners so that they can't take part in society again, which kind of undermines the whole rehabilitation idea. But we don't actually want them rehabilitated. We want them to relapse and commit a crime again. So they go back to our private prisons and people make money for cheap labor. Yep. Yeah. Tony really did leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apparently. yeah. Well, he pushed the home button on his, on his iPad and then he went home. False. Um, wait, do iPads still have home buttons? Yes, but yes. I, I Mine and I don't. I didn't leave the call. I've been sitting here playing a video game while you guys have been talking. Oh look, you're just like Jeff. <laughs> At least I keep my camera on. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't Y'all... brag about that. I was gonna say I'm not entirely <laughs> sure that's better. <laughs> uh, so um, we got a cat. Oh, I like cats. Uh, you want a dog? <laughs> So if uh, I don't know if I said this on the show live or not, but I know I was ranting about it pre and post show that my wife was talking about getting a cat and I was drawing lines in the sand over my dead body. Not no way, not no how. Forget about it. Blah blah blah. And you all knew how this story was going to end, right? Like it. Yeah, you're going to get a cat. Yeah, (laughs) we got a cat. And I thought, well, at least my daughter will enjoy it, but she doesn't really want that much to do with it because it's a tiny kitten. But you know who does is my son and it's the damnedest thing I've ever seen because you really? know he's he's a little boy who's not even one yet. He'll be one next month and he like tries to kill this cat because mm-hmm. that's what a one-year-old boy would do. So he like grabs her and then like squeezes and she squeals and pulls her tail or whatever. And then you save the cat and then the cat comes running back to him. Like, for more, and then, like the she likes the abuse. This morning, he's like sitting in the floor playing with a 
toy of some kind, and the cat just comes running out of nowhere, jumps up on his face, smacks him across the head, and then jumps down again. And then he laughs about it, and then like grabs her by the scruff of her neck and picks her up, and then she's like swatting him on the hand, and then and then he like drop her. And then we put him in his high chair to eat breakfast, and then the cat like jumps up and like sits next to him <laughs> in in the high chair. Like like they're like the best of friends, and they're beating the hell out of each other. It's just it's fun to watch. Kind of like us for kids. Scared he's gonna kill the cat. You know, like kittens got. Uh, when my my daughter, you know, like kittens, they don't know how to not claw you when they're like messing around. So she feels like a kitten claw and then freaks out and wants no part of it. The boy takes a full-on, like, almost blood draw slap across the face and laughs about it. Like, oh, the cat's playing with me. So, that's a thing. A little boy and his cat. Uh, If I had known it was going to be like this, I might have pushed for, like, a dog. At least the dog's big enough. I have a dog. No. Not your He's dog. Up. <laughs> He's up for giveaways. Not your dog. What's wrong with my dog? Back him in the box. Mail him to Minnesota. I'll take care of him. <laughs> Mike's got a uh, Mike's got a dog that he got from that uh, Pit Bulls and Paroli show when he got out the joint. <laughs> and uh, now he's trying to get someone to take it. The dog apparently has to go back to prison. Is that what you're saying? <clears throat> uh, yeah, just, because it got caught. a few more months. They found a photo of it in illegal gambling. Uh, it was on like one of those terrible <laughs> pieces and playing cards with like the other bulldogs and <coughs> you'd think it would have been dog fighting, but no. Nope. You guys know that picture I'm talking about, right? Like it hangs in like every mobile home in the United States. <laughs> Usually painted on velvet. Yes. Velvet. Yes. Always velvet. Yes. Um, I haven't I, seen one. Not. I think it's called dogs home. playing cards. I think that's the name. Yeah, of the dogs playing piece. poker. Yeah. Poker. We'll find admittedly, out. I, admittedly, I, I have a, a variant once. of it, but at least my variant is Elvis and Humphrey Bogart and James Dean and Marilyn Monroe sitting around playing poker. So, huh? I saw one dogs playing magic. That was fun. Yeah. So, um, maybe <laughs> the, the like the gathering episode yes. is dogs playing <laughs> poker. I like that. I like that. All right. Sorry, I, I googled dogs playing poker and I don't really like what came up, so <laughs> <laughs> don't recommend you do that with safe P O K E R, not P O K H E R. Oh my gosh. Let me see. Hunter Sports. Oh how does that even <clears throat> Wow Well while Harlan's figuring out the laws of biology and physics, I'm going to get another martini. So... <laughs> oh, Chewy, how could you? Nice. All right. Okay, so that's that's enough of that. Um, I say as I keep scrolling. All right, so that's uh, kind of my... My world going on. We we made it through Mike's first meeting. Only twenty three more to go. Not that anyone's counting. Oh really? Sounds like you are. 
I'm a secretary. It's my job to count things and keep records. I accept that. The the fact that I get asked for this record, whereas nobody cares about any of my other records, well, that's not really relevant. <clears throat> Prior to every lodge meeting, Red comes up and says, how many we got left? Hmm. <laughs> He's real excited for Grand Censor Bob to cede to the Oriental chair. Is he now? We talked about uh, we talked about your your point system uh, on the show last week. Um, how many points do I get for winning the chili cookoff? You know, I'm gonna start deducting points after, every time someone asks me how many do I get for blank. <laughs> Dude, you well, to so- be fair, it's your fault for putting a footnote at the bottom of every page that says there are secret things that you can do to get points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I definitely took that the wrong way, and it got really awkward when I showed up at his house and with the lotion. Garter belts and a feather duster. <laughs> it was uh, it was like actually style, a, it was a weed eater. <laughs> I do what I can. A weed eater and a live chicken and a tub of Cool Whip and some Cool Whip. Ray Stevens out. <laughs> <laughs> And the Ray Stevens fans among us will know why that's funny. Yep. <laughs> Attaboy. Oh, there's the Tony. Here, Tony. Stop talking about him now. What's up, Tony? We moved on past your segment, so everybody knows you're running for county mayor. Yeah, Tony, what happened? Are you, like, is, it, is this what we can expect from your race, for you to just disappear for no. an hour on end no. every time we try and have we, a discussion? Tony, we, we've already agreed that you're going to hire me on as your county administrator, so... Yes. Well, he is looking for, for a you. deputy mayor, uh, which is the same thing. So, John, you want to move down here and uh, <laughs> uh, or over here and, and run a Pennsylvania Hill County? Um, yes, I can finally use the master's degree for fucking something. All right, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a conspiracy. I think the deep county politics knocked me offline there for a while. Everything was going fine. And then all of a sudden, iTunes decided they wanted to update and shut down my iPod. So, mm. talk about serendipity right there, buddy. No, new track. Yeah. Oh, no, the Deep County is a big problem here. Um, we're, <laughs> we're fighting the Deep County with everything, everything we have. We have to expose them. We got to call them out. They're, la- they're laughing, but the last time I ran... Me and my wife were at a saddle club watching barrel racing. Horses riding around, <laughs> racing around barrels and stuff. I actually know what you're talking about, even though it sounds hilarious. Yeah. Well, I get a phone call from a buddy of mine that's a police officer that says, are you at home? And I said, no, I'm out here at the, uh, at this saddle club uh, with my wife. He says, so there's nobody at your house? And I said, no. He says, well, we just got a 911 call. Uh, that's a domestic abuse. D- domestic abuse. That you're at home and you're beating your wife. I don't, Jesus, I'm like, there's no, what? I'm like, there's nobody at home. <laughs> and then, so right the day, I'm I was gonna say, yeah. like, would you like to talk to my wife? She's right here. Yeah. And so the I next get done beating her with this horse thing. The next. <laughs> day, the the next the next day. I go down to a whipped. Speaking of whipped, yeah. Speaking of whipped, where's Nick? Um, oh, uh, Nick is Nick is busy catching up from his Australia trip. 
because he realized what he should have been doing then. Well, yeah, no shit. After that phone call, the very next day, I went down to the 911 office and I said, hey, I want to see a transcript of the phone call. I want to see what number it came from, blah, blah, blah. And some way or another, they lost the phone call. They, <laughs> <laughs> they had no record of it. Interesting. <laughs> it's the deep count. So that's the type of stuff I'm up against. No kidding. Well, that and the, the you know, small town organized crime, but. Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we have Any, guns here. Anyway, we'll move on. But we don't want to talk about my political. No, but I want to talk about the uh, the deep county and how it's run our town for far too long, and this travesty must be stopped. Well, nobody would care about the deep county if it was your people in. It's only it's only if my guys are in there, the good old boy system works. No, they're they're it's ignoring the, they're ignoring the will of the voters. By trying to oust you, we got to do something about it. Mm. Huh. All right. This stuff yeah. is deep. That horse. Yeah, let's beat let's, t- let's talk about how. Let's talk about how Bruce uh, sat in the exact exact oh, spot in the lodge that we knew he was going to sit in. Yep. <laughs> you t- you're, you're the one who told me to sit there. Okay. I did not. <laughs> I, I have a I have a question for the other members of the. Uh, uh, after Lodge uh, podcast, which would just oh. be John because he's the only one from another lodge. Yeah, I'm the only one from outside oh. of your lodge. So, okay. Well, this is for Reddit World or whoever listens to this sometime after. Happy Easter, everybody, by the way. That's about when this is going to be posted. Um, <laughs> but- <laughs> Tommy, you are god awful. Like, like you just come out here and insult everybody. Uh, but awesome. but anyway, the year okay, the very one. meeting, we, <laughs> the the meeting, the very next meeting after you have installed your successor, every master always sits in a certain place in the lodge. The the past master, if they show up, uh, if they show up, and it's always up in the front, usually right hand corner of the lodge, as close to the secretary as he can get. The, the southeast know. corner of the lodge is where yeah. the GPM always ends up going. Yeah. Now, is that normal in every lodge? But because in our lodge, he always sits there, and as time goes by, he wanders away. Okay. Well, but it's like every master I, has to set up there. To, anybody to else answers, to Tony? In to case you missed from possible. the beginning of the show, Harlan and I have a special relationship. I would like to sit uh-huh. within, like you know, whispering distance <laughs> of him. No one saw. I think it's because (laughs) how come the garter belt and feather duster again? (laughs) (laughs) The outgoing master wants to stay as close to the seat as power as possible, and then as years go by, he realizes he's actually no longer in power. Then he'll start to move away from that seat. They do. They circumambulate the lodge over the course of years. They do. They do. And so I wondered, is is that common in your lodge, John? Is that you know? I I would have to say I've actually I have seen that where the. The crustier the past master, eventually you have to look to the north, and they're sitting. Yeah, the northeast is where, right, uh, right, that's that's where the the north, and just no, no, like a lot of the past masters I know, they're like, well, the northeast is for the the brand new people, so I won't, I won't sit there with the brand new fellow crafts, but I'm gonna sit here like dead center in the north and be grumpy and pissed off and just sit here. <laughs> um, now, like in my case, and I, I hate to say it, I'm being installed as master for the third time tomorrow night. Yeah. Um, 
But see, you circumambulated. You should have stopped somewhere when you got to the west. <laughs> you came all the way around again. <laughs> all the way around. I, I got out of the east, and I circumambulated my Irish ass right out the door. <laughs> like, I'm done. And it was like, yo, yo, they pulled me back, I'd run out. They pulled me back, I'd run out. And they pulled me back again. But my favorite trick was always take the most recent pass master and make him either the chaplain or LEO, so they have to sit up there next to me. They had any little shitty comments, they had to keep them to themselves because I'm sitting right next to them. <laughs> Just kneel that works. I'm saying because in our lodge, that wouldn't stop them. They could be sitting literally in the east next to you and they'll say the same stuff they'd say in the north. <laughs> That's true. And a lot of my past masters would we get along, so they would be like, Yeah, you don't know what you're doing. And be like, Too bad I'm in charge. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that but no that's that that slowly progressing from right by the secretary's desk out and around and then finally around to the north and what happens if it's like so here's my question if the brother's like 110 years old and still coming to lodge where does he go after he's finished all the seats in the north do they eventually just kind of start hovering in the air above the east somehow (laughs) i mean uh, no there is there is actually a small area in the northwest where only the super old guys sit. Yes, and- Captain oh, America. Yeah. Yeah. That was like his designated seating area for him and his buddies, and uh, that's just where they are. And uh, yeah. actually, our uh, most senior past master routinely sits there. Um, but that area is like that's a, a sacred area that's only for like eighty degree masons. You have to pass <laughs> everything. Yes. You and, don't- it's, you have to be a personal friend of Bill Schnobeline to sit yeah. in that area. All the guys that sit over there are white hats. I, I have noticed that. Uh, uh, so, man. you know, in the correct right, Bruce, Jeff, Mike, <laughs> Tony, John. But, but, but I am curious as if that's a thing in all lodges or not, or most lodges. So if you get a chance, uh, comment on that. I'd, I'd when, I think back, when I think back to my uh, fish fry lodge, the only master who is actually not immediately taking a chair and has come back, that was he went straight to that same row, but he has since taken another chair. So, so uh, Jeff, we're, we're, we generally don't tell people where we're from, and I'm pretty sure there's only fish, one fish fry lodge, 768. In the United States, so now they all know where you're from. Is that the actual name of the lodge? Yes. <laughs> yes. That, that was the first lodge in the U.S. to come to full terms with the reason for their existence. And from Barry, they named themselves number 82 Fish Fry Lodge. We're still waiting on Pancake Lodge, but well, I keep it's, trying it's to coming. change the name of ours, and you guys like keep fighting it. I, I don't know why. Well, there are oh, several God. others in the city who are big on their breakfasts. I know. That's why we need to be the first one. Like, why would you go get pancakes from anywhere but Pancake Lodge? That's what we should start doing. When we start visiting other lodges in our area, they always, you know, you have to, they, they introduce the visitors. We need to stand up and just go ahead and start no. calling our lodge Pancake Lodge. Well, pancake <laughs> lodge. <laughs> no, no, no. Can, can we you call you need to up your game, Harlan. You're, Harlan, you're a KCCH now. You need to get a hold of Ronnie Seal and say, I want to start the Valley of the Pancake and see if that's <laughs> why. Because so, if it that does, 
I'll petition that because that'll be that won't work too well. Like I just got a copy of the Scottish Rite Journal for January, February. I haven't read it yet, but the cover is supposedly hinting at a a compelling message from Ronnie Seal about how we should, you know, slow down and be more contemplative about our masonry. So when you're flipping pancakes for a large crowd, there's nothing slowing down about that. You gotta you gotta be on it. You ain't got time to well, be all esoteric with your pancake mix. But we need to change everything though. Because like when you stand up, a lot of times they'll say, Name the lodge you're from and the office, any office that you hold. So you can stand up and say, I'm from Pancake Lodge, blah, blah, blah. Currently serving as uh, senior pancake flipper. Yeah, scram no scrambled egg warden, and then you can move up the <laughs> you move up to the bacon warden and then <laughs> senior sausage. There's everybody's a senior. <laughs> that's, the, uh, that's the appointed uh, pat, or that that's like being a past master. Senior sausage is the past masters. <laughs> Fraternal House of Pancakes. <laughs> You'll notice in the West one greasy column that reaches up to the sky. <laughs> yes. Um, Although I, I, I want to. I like it because like it was it. brought up of the the slowing down. Did you have you gentlemen had a chance to see or read uh, our illustrious brother Chris Hodap put on his blog uh, FreemasonsForDummies.com? Um, free plug for you, Chris. By the way, um, hmm. there was I, I've never met the guy in my life, so whatever. But we were there, going to, and then I blew he, it. He, he almost came on one time, and then Harlan yeah. would Harlan snubbed him. Harlan was like, we're, we're, we're too good for him. <laughs> what are you, an author? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> nice. No, but he posted, uh, and I'm actually going to read it at my installation tomorrow, was it's a kind of a diatribe. It's basically a, a, a small speech. And it's from, I think it's HBO's series of the Pope, in which Jude Law, who's playing the Pope, reads off this whole big thing of how Better is far more important than more. Have any of you guys had a chance to kind of peruse that or, or read that or or do, give your thoughts on that? Do you even Freemason, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say, which which Grand Lodge have you talked to? Because it's not any of the ones I know. More members, I, more money. I, I, more I, I tend to ignore all Grand Lodges with the exception of my own. And uh, Well, shit. I tried, John. It's... They're, they're, they're very loud. They keep sending the secretary of our lodge letters and he reads them out, out loud. And it's, it's not, it's, oh, it doesn't work. So I've mentioned that I'm preparing uh, the, the bill of rights to get a bunch of lodges to sign on to uh, for grand lodge this year. One of the items in that bill of rights is that the secretary be allowed to, at his lodge's discretion, either summarize or just post those things for that's, people to read on their own. That's not going to work. Um, you guys can't do that? No, in our jurisdiction, oh. like anything that's what? received by the lodge has to be read verbatim by the secretary in open lodge. Art, art. It's ridiculous, especially when you get a petition because you have to read like all of that form print that the candidate didn't even write. That's the same thing on every single one? Yes, so I just read the same stuff every time we get a petition uh, because it's correspondence received by the lodge, so I have to read it in its entirety. And that's not just masonry. 
like our city councils here are like that. Like an ordinance, the city attorney has to read the entire ordinance word for word at an That's a Robert, meeting. Robert, All right, Robert, thing. That's understandable. Yeah. I, I have an important question for you. Do the rules dictate how loud you have to read it? <laughs> no, but my uh, my ego does. So. Oh, well, I was about, to, I was about to say before he went that's, off that's on why that, you're, that you're too good. Uh, for it. What it, what it really is is we've only got two guys running for grand junior warden in our state. The rest of them he just made up and made it look official. Just well, you do that. One more than what we have usually, so well uh, done. It varies here. Like one year we'll have one guy that runs unopposed, and then the next year there'll be like fourteen guys. And then what are we up to now? Seven. There's a lot. I, I, well, I think that's because it depends on who the one guy is. If people don't like the one guy, then a hundred other people run against him because they know ahead of time. But but in, in Minnesota, that guy always wins. That's, that's yeah, how. Well, in Minnesota, it's weird because what they'll do is you start it as uh, Grand Junior uh, Stewart, oh, which wow. isn't an, it's not an elected position, but that's where you start because you go and do interviews with the Grand Lodge members, and they eventually pick somebody. Well, the person they pick eventually just kind of, you know, become grand senior steward and then grand junior deacon and grand senior deacon. They eventually become an elected officer. So it's weird. I mean, actually having a proper election, one warms my heart, but two blows my mind. (laughs) Yeah, we so here, like everybody runs for grand junior warden and well, that's it. That's. There, there's no sense of anything progressive. Like, you know, you might be grand senior deacon for one grandmaster, and then you're not even on a grand lodge committee the next year. It's. Yeah, with us, it's weird because, like, you know, anything other than grand senior uh, uh, stu- or grand junior steward and up, you know, if you're a grand sword bearer, that's kind of an honorary thing. Grand teller, that's an honorary thing. Grand marshal, that's an honorary thing. But boy, that grand senior or grand junior steward spot. You are scrutinized and interviewed before a board, and it's. I've only been told about it because I don't dare even think of trying to do that. Because why would I want to do that to my state? Eh, make them all have to put up with me. Because think of how awesome this show would be if we yes. had most worshipful Sir John Hessel. Well, to... just screw in, your state, in, John. Think of the show. <laughs> Tradition prevailing. A year and a half, you'll have grand, a grand commander on here, and then we'll we'll talk after that. We'll see. Do you really think you're going to make it that long? <laughs> you know what? I, I, okay, so I've been in the grand commander for mm, six years now, I think, on and off. Um, I've been in elected positions for this is my third one, so progressively. Um, every time there's a small batch within. Uh, within the commanders of Minnesota that run somebody against me every year, every year, every year, every year. Um, so, and I'm the only person they do that to. So yeah, I may not make it to the big chair. Well, that's how you know you're effective though. Like that's what I like to hang my hat on. Yeah. Uh, but you know, numbers count. I mean, I'm hit, I'm, I'm like hanging. Thankfully I have more numbers than the other fucker, but whatever. I'm, I'm being impeached <laughs> from my political office before like May. That's, or April, sorry. That's like my my goal in life. You know that you've been an effective guy if people hate you so much that you get ousted from the job that like everybody just slips into. <laughs> you know, coming from somebody with a city administration background, yeah, no, that's that's totally, yeah. Yep. 
Well, I would say that for my actual political, like the office that I hold in the county, but that's never going to work because I'm appointed by the mayor and I piss off the county, the mayor of my city, and I piss off the county and that's how he likes it. So that's just yeah. what I do. That sums up masonry very well, as if you're going to make change in masonry, you're going to piss off everybody. That's all, it, all there is to it. He's making innovations in the body of the craft. I look forward to pissing off all my members this coming year. That's good. I'll have to. Uh, we'll have to get. Uh, we'll have to get Nick back to uh, give us the other side of the story and what people really think about you. Like you talk all this smack, <laughs> and then like everybody's like, "John's such a great guy. We all love him." That's that's all a bunch of crap. Nobody runs against him. He brings us candy and cupcakes. Oh, Every got it. If, I, if I were only <laughs> such a deep, if only I had it in me to be that kind of a decent human being, but I just, I, you know, I, nah. <laughs> but thank yeah nick nick has been one of my biggest supporters and thankfully you know he's kept me out of trouble and i've kept him out of trouble so it works out pretty well you you count that as like a success i mean we we are talking about the guy who like started a blog about how poor people can't be masons yeah well there is i mean yeah there is that i understand but there's something charming about nick that you just can't quite get past and that's what's kept him alive at this yes. point because god knows i've almost tried to kill him a couple of times um it's that, but gives time you that little, turn on it's that little puppy dog smile and just that whole yeah. you know i i kind of wet myself on the newspapers thing and you're just like oh yeah all right fine 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 we'll <laughs> like you off and- <laughs> yeah i just rub his belly he rolls over you know just kind of shits himself and, uh. wow you just uh thank you I think you just he, described a beloved member of our lodge. Okay. <laughs> every, um, hey, every lodge has got to have one. Yeah, speaking of that guy, Worshipful, you've been awful quiet. <laughs> yeah, there's a guy with rank amongst us who is not saying a thing. I'm here. Uh, the wife got home. We're, we're discussing things. Oh, discussing. Things. She goes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like she, just, like she just had to say something. She's currently using my toothbrush to clean leg wax off a box. Yep. Wait, what? <laughs> Why are you breathing like, wait, so hard? No part of that sentence made sense to me. Hold on. Nope. I, I, this has to go in the show notes. Wait. She's no, wait, wait. Using no, while, my toothbrush to, to clean wait, hold on, Bruce. leg wax. I, yeah. Bruce, I understand that you have not yet made the insane plummet into the sword, which is marriage. Um, oh no! But, but, I mean, I moved in with her. That's close enough, right? No. no. As somebody who's, <laughs> as, as somebody who's, because you can money. leave with at least half your things. <laughs> now, in a point of clarification, I am married to my second wife, who I love dearly. However, and this isn't uh-huh. a however on her. This isn't uh-huh. a however on the first wife who should be hit by a bus. fact. The f- yeah. <laughs> I'll become a fucking monk before that happens. Um, but I will point out for Brother Squared the fact that he said she's using my toothbrush to clean leg wax off a box. Any of us that listen also to this on here on here that are married would have gone, yeah, okay. Hmm? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was really more trying to figure out if that was a metaphor or not. No, I, I can almost guarantee in his defense it does not. Because that could have meant like oh, two things, and those are on opposite ends of the spectrum. This is the wax machine that got over. 
Uh, hold, hold on, Mike. We can't hear you. Come back to us, Mike. Mike, where's your mic? <laughs> We're seeing pictures of a toothbrush. Now, yes. of course, now me being gone. a crass Irishman, I'd have to say, what box is she clearing <laughs> the leg wax? No, 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 no. That's, man. John, that's what I was asking if it was a metaphor for. Well, you know. That, that took Carlin way too long. <laughs> I'm just bringing the slow members of the audience along for the ride. I was I'm just, sorry. No, Thank I you. understand. I tall glass, and that was just... <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, whether or not that was a metaphor, that that statement is on like two opposite ends of the spectrum, and yet it marries what? together so well. Is it a is okay. it a sonic toothbrush perchance? Mm -hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? I hear that's more. I effective. think she's done cleaning, buddy. <laughs> I'm way lost here. What? Somebody help me. What is leg wax? Tony's is back. Like a, Tony, where you been? What is? I've been back. What? What is leg wax? Tony, you know when you got your hat. campaign staff. How many America hats do you have? <laughs> Put all that stuff on your back and then like ripped it off and you like feel like a pig. That's leg yeah. wax. Holy cow! So yeah, yeah. leg wax is. So what you do is you take duct tape, stick it to your face, and pull like you're jumping out of an airplane. I'm gonna Google this. Duct tape. <laughs> it was the best analogy I could come up with. Oh, I was gonna say, like when I I'm on my fifth martini. Yeah, when I get that Brazilian done, there's there's no duct tape involved. It's some weird solution that like solidifies and then. Then hell breaks loose and gross. I don't know what you want from me, man. Anyway, Mike, we were commenting on your uh, your silence. You come join us after lodge, and then you just like play with your. We wife tried to hand it off to the master, and then decided that run it over. You can't compare. Hey, wife's cleaning the box. Yeah, we, we got that with the electric toothbrush. Yes. Again. We, we all... Okay. That's why it was that. Hey. Catch up. Oh. Damn it, man. Stop playing with your rough ass. <laughs> we're going to make him regret coming on this show yet. We, we need you to take the gavel and make your rough ashlers a little more perfect. <laughs> Smooth, if you will. That is the. Uh, Leg wax works degree. really good for that. The past master's degree in a nutshell. <laughs> so the password's <laughs> actually humana 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 humana. Giggity giggity. <laughs> uh, Bruce, are you going with uh, with Mike to to take the past master's degree since you know you didn't do it last year with me and Ray and? I thought you told me to not go last year. I didn't tell you that. Somebody did. Somebody was like, "You're not really a past master." Somebody like, gave you terrible. According book. to the rules, you are, but not in my book. I thought that was you. No, that might have been that. That sounds like a Jason thing, actually. No, I wouldn't have. He he wouldn't have said anything then. <clears throat> it was somebody in lodge. I was watching Harry Potter, and I realized actually, or Tony Hagrid looks like Jason. Hagrid. He's a he's a little bigger. <laughs> Which Jason? one? Hagrid, not Jason. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> they both have the dirt worshiping heathen thing pretty 
Yeah, they're both they're both outcasts and both uh like by their own regard. Yeah. They both like live in the hills and with a bunch of weird animals and it's, perform it's the uh, Wait, wait. You're down by you don't need to you don't get to talk about anybody living in the hills. <clears throat> I bye. <laughs> yes, John. I, uh... Pennsylvania has a lot of hills. You are correct. Yeah. Especially Western Pennsylvania. Amish I'm sure country. it's more like, but you know, we're not going to judge, but we're going. And by what we, was your point? so what was your point about where we are, where at though? Something about hills. You're saying we don't get to. Somebody was going on a bender about hills, and I just, I just had to point out this fellow Yankee that, you know, you guys are all hill people, but we are proudly. Are you trying? I am probably, and and I've got. And I've got family from West Virginia, so I completely don't, understand. Don't make me go get my overalls and put them on for the show. Hey, just as long as you don't have to leave your holler to do it. That's what counts. Except you oh, bought the overalls for Lodge, so it doesn't count. Yeah, I did. I bought them just for that annual thing where everybody wears overalls with a tuxedo shirt. S- speaking of fantastic dress for being worn in a Lodge, Worshipful Brother. What the fuck was on that coat? Because that was outstanding. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mike, we showed him the uh, picture from your installation. Mike is apparently like super AFK. Oh, there he is. Welcome back, Mike. And as somebody who wore a Christmas tree uh, blazer two weeks ago on this podcast while we were recording, I I can appreciate your jacket. That was was outstanding. I have... have, Three of them. That I can order various designs. So, yes, wait for uh, Easter. Wait for our big event of the year. You all will be entertained. Oh, great! Are you borrowing the PGM's tux? If you wear a camouflage tuxedo to our lodge at any point during this year, nope, I'm done. I'm mutiny. leaving. <laughs> there will be a mutiny. I think it's going to be worse than a camouflage tuxedo. No. No, there's a that's a that's a certain breed of. Um, it's going to be worse, so it's going to be people. like a Chippendales. It's going to be like a Chippendales tux. It's going to be so awesome you can't even see it. He did I believe not. we've come to the conclusion that the only thing you need to be properly clothed is the apron. So that is correct. I mean, uh, oh, we could do that one meeting. We could do that. We'd all put our little bow ties on and go out with our aprons. We could. Hey, no, no, we couldn't. There's I'm our gentlemen, please head. never ever ever say that if Nick Johnson's no, on like, the show. So, so never fundraiser number two. Fundraiser number one was Red's cookbook that we're gonna start pushing. Uh Square <laughs> Meals, I believe, is what it was entitled. And then uh so fundraiser two, Mike, we we could sell calendars <laughs> on that page. <laughs> like the the lodge with just aprons and bow ties. My my wife just said that. She said, Sounds like a fundraiser to me. <laughs> yep. <laughs> if we do well, this count. If we do this calendar, I get one of the summer months because I don't show quite as well in the colder months. So it's going to have to be in the winter. Come on, Tony. None of us do. We're wearing aprons. There's a reason we wear aprons because we're all on the level. Nobody shows better than anyone else. Apron on. There is no showing, in fact. Unless you're Captain America, he well. My wife, gentlemen, I will. I will have to tell you that just with aprons the rule of kilts come into play. 
And that's mm. if you were close to the belt, you're a wee lad. You're my, you're an average lad. If you wear your apron to your knee, you're fucking lying. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got one of those George Washington like round corner aprons that goes like a little below the knee. It's... Yeah, well, you're not circumcised, aren't you? I mean, I mean that's probably why. <laughs> Wait, is this thing on? I'm sorry. sorry. That, was, that was out loud. Yeah. All right, we're not having this discussion. That's like the guy with the with the extra big nose winning the race. <laughs> oh. Hey. Harlan is trying his damnedest not to laugh right now. <laughs> I, do have a, I do have a crucifix on the far side of the room, and I think Jesus Listen, is looking at me. Uncircumcised Gentiles are not funny. Right? <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing funny. Gentiles. <sighs> I told you guys you'd rue the day you invited me out of the show. I'm just saying. So, go figure if. Uh, if the days of yore didn't get us the can, and then John's the one that he's all turned in. Everything was going good. We invited this guy from Minnesota, and he just shit the fucking Wheaties. You guys seventy-seven of the state constitution that says thou shalt not be affiliated with John. <laughs> Did you say Minnesota? He he told us he was the Holy Saint John. <laughs> no, I lied. I'm actually from Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Mainly because he was a Blame it all on friend of Nick, Nick Johnson, and he was such a kind and and, and affable guy. He said he was his Which friend. Is, you know, I can't tell. Are. It was hilarious because Nick, Nick, Nick is everything I'm not. I mean, he's very well-spoken. He's kind of a staring touche Very nice. Okay, that one's definitely. <laughs> but... <laughs> And it's funny because Nick's like, hey, these guys want you to be on the podcast. I'm like, really? Have you met me? <laughs> are, are, are you sure? <laughs> because we had, this, we had this ad out on, on Monster.com. We were looking for a drunken <laughs> Irish mason who curses a lot. And Nick was like... Monster.com. <laughs> Monster.ir. Because we had to run it in fucking double. Oh, Drunk shit. and fuck to come on the show. Yeah. Did, did he send you that link at all? Like, what? He's like, hey, you should apply for this because, you know, you check all these boxes. Yeah, but he, yeah, but he mailed it to me in crayon and I just fucking scribbled on it and sent it back to him. He said, you're hired. And, all right, sweet. <laughs> we told him how to do this. We sent after Lodge correspondence with the little magazine letters cut out, like handsome letters. Doesn't <laughs> Would you like to be on radio show? Circle yes or no and send back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I remember talking to him uh, and said, yeah, I, was, I used to run a radio show down at, Ming, in, at my college town. He's like, hey, I know these guys that love to have you on. Huh, okay, yeah, yeah. How's that working out for you, fuckers? Isn't he still on probation, though? He should be on his probation period still. He is. He's not yet paid dues to uh, become a full-fledged member of the After Lodge Lodge, so... Yes, I will point out, and I enjoyed the humor of the whole me sending the message out saying, are we recording tonight, or did I get fired yet? And the message was, yes. 
And that was it. <laughs> so, so the message was, oh, sorry, yes. Sorry. Oh, sorry, yes. Tip of the hat to the hard one. I'm like, eh, could be one or the other. <laughs> uh, uh, Bruce beat me too because I was coming really close to saying, you know, we, we no. were talking about nobody it. Nobody was supposed to. Nobody knew why. how to tell you. Like that no. was, point. Yeah, was Bruce- nobody was going to say anything else until the show invites went out. <laughs> that was well, or that my plan. I've made my mark, so if I ever get fired, and so then I've, I've been here. I, I, in my head, when I was typing <laughs> this, I had this whole scenario playing out in my head, where like then, like I send out the hangout invites, and you pop on, and then more like John, have, have you been crying, dude? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to hang out with you and talk to Acer. Fuck you guys. I'm going home and playing on my blocks. Uh, oh, boy. Actually, that's... It just warms my heart because after-lodge conversations in my lodge are pretty much exactly like this. So, it warms like my heart. That everybody else people. rails on you? Oh, oh, oh God, yeah. No wonder oh, you're master yeah. a third oh, time. <laughs> oh shit, because I can't say no or stick up for myself. It happened. <laughs> and Friday I get elected as a high priest in my chapter too, so I've got two installations back to back, literally. Glutton. Oh. Gaby. Okay, I'm going like oh and nobody's listening to me. No, that's you. No, to continue. <laughs> you must oh, need to oh. put on your third America hat. Oh, I, I've got it over here, but it's not time yet. Um, <laughs> the, no, no, seriously, guys. I'm, I'm, this is, Why, this, Tony? I, I, I'm super theorist here. Um, the, uh, did y'all see about the Masonic Con? Yes. Come again? I, the Masonic Con. It's a, like, you know, like they got Comic Con. They've got a they okay. got Masonic, Masonic Con. Con. Yeah, Masonic yeah, that's, Con. Yes. We yes. should go there. We should we should go there and no. I'm strangely okay all. with this, but I haven't heard anything about it. What is you have to tell me because this okay, sounds tell it, frankly uh, amazing. Yeah, no, they have a Masonic con where they have different Masonic booths and Comic Con. And we ought to go there and as after lodge and rent a booth and sign autographs and all that stuff. Hosted we by do. the Grand Lodge of New Mexico on June 9th, two thousand seventeen. <laughs> Looks like we're a little late to the show, fellas. Oh, oh there's it? a new one. No, is it? I've seen it on Facebook and Reddit recently. Let's see. I'm on Masonicon on Facebook. I think. I think if they knew about us, they might give us an invite and have us come. We and could then people... probably buy an exhibit for a large amount of money. Well, and people would come to the Masonic Con and they'd dress up at like as their favorite character, one of us, and they'd be all about our little. Everybody you know. shows up and hire them as the place. Like, what the fuck? Cash <laughs> out them. Real buddy. original asshole. Masoniccon.com is a Freemason apparel store. Another one of those drop shipping oh. places. Find it for Jeff. I'm looking for it. Yet. Although I do love how uh, apparently. Oh, never mind. <clears throat> oh, there's a Facebook group I'll from Masonic Con 2018. Wait, really? Yeah. Masonic Con 2018 <laughs> is taking shape. EB1870.org. Okay, when are you guys are sober, read this to me because, you know. <laughs> <laughs> 
Postalit.org. Yeah, Echo Bravo. Uh, Saturday, April 28th, 2008, from 9 a.m. to question marks. <laughs> Ooh, dingy. Where? Where? Ooh. Where? It could go as late as 11. Uh, this is the speaker lineup. Where is the... I wonder if they have an after lodge. I'm at eb1870.org. I don't see any such Masonic Con. Yeah, I'm E-B- at, It's sponsored A- by EB18, but. 18. Somebody Everybody just posted a freaking link. <laughs> Didn't Hodep have a big hand in last year's? Can we just ask him? Well, yeah, when he comes back on the show, never. I mean, it's not like we don't have his email. Oh, I found it. I found it. Ezekiel Bates Lodge, uh, Masonic Con 2018. There it is. EB1870. Let's see. EB1870.org backslash Masonic dash con dash 2018 backslash, and that's it. The Once Came You podcast will be there. Who? The once came you broadcast. Oh man! Oh, see that I got oh. a podcast. Alter Ego Clothing Company. And other than like appendant bodies, that's the only thing I've heard. Right, it's in Attleboro, oh, Massachusetts. It's still a little early. It's in Massachusetts. That is true. Yeah, it's a little far. Massachusetts. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Actually, we can I get want to go, and you're complaining about <laughs> it a little far. Shut Matt, your dick holes. Very far. Hold from on. Pennsylvania. No, I'll <laughs> go if you pay for it. If we went, I think Nick you might. I mean, the air. Are, are we just going to completely ignore the? Yes. He just said dick holster. Yeah, that means mouth. <laughs> Jeff, come on. <laughs> no, it was just funny. What the hell's the historical light podcast? That's not a thing. Uh, oh, that's the podcast about the old timey light bulbs. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> with the with what? the copper filaments. I mean, like, yeah, come on, Harley. everybody doing a and podcast? the gaslighting and people dying of. Okay, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk about uh, consumption, if your question is yes. is everybody doing a podcast, one of the I think it's one two three f- the fourth thing down on our Freemasonry is for those podcasters wanting to start a podcast. A few people have asked, and it's no Jeff. Our question was is everybody else doing the podcast wrong? And the answer is oh. yes. Oh well, yeah, that's it. yeah. See, Jeff, there's there's a formula that goes with doing a Masonic podcast, and everyone follows that formula, except us. And you know, Bug more than four years later, failed math. <laughs> yeah, because at the beginning of all the podcasts, it sounds like somebody running for Grand Junior Warden. So right. <laughs> Except there's, except there's five of them and you're 20 minutes into the show before the show actually starts there is an occult of personality podcast that's going to be there yes that's actually Dude. a good show though they're, they're, that's not a Masonic that. show all, all, all of us them. enjoy that I listen to that show they're cool really? Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. though admittedly I, Tony's right most of the Masonic podcasts the few that I've had opportunity to listen to I mean, they're good. I'll give them that, obviously. But they're very much, it's very much all sitting in line. Yeah, well, I, mean, yeah, I don't want to, I hate well, to cast that's what we're trying to do. on my brothers. Everybody but, else. Yeah, they are. Does, everyone else does what, you know, they're like sitting in lodge. And then we do, well, after lodge. After lodge. Well, yeah. I mean, we be, you we know, are. And everybody loosens their tie. Are who and, we are. Uh, 
you know, takes the belt buckle loose an extra notch and right. cracks open the coffee and dessert. Imagine if we were able to kind of go to Masonicon and have yeah. a discussion session like they anyway. do at the at the major comic cons. <laughs> we'll just How bring much a poker. fun would that be? Oh, let's do that. We'll, we'll just we'll just table? bring a poker table and just yeah. set it up in the lobby. The lobby <laughs> suits and, yeah. We'll just Fuck, fuck them. We're not going to wait till we're invited. We're just going to squat in the middle of the goddamn yes. session. So, tell you, what, you talk, you guys talk, you guys talk Nick into going since you know he's always like, I'm from Massachusetts, so he can translate for us because I don't speak Boston. And then, uh, and then, is that the guy from Four Distinct Raps UK or whatever the hell that yes. is? Yes, yeah, that, guy. that place. Uh, that show, Three Distinct Knocks.org, which Bruce and I will be appearing in in the very near future. And the best part of that show is for the sole purpose of blogging.com plugged every 12 seconds during the whole show. <laughs> That's um, an average. So, yeah. Um, but no, if Nick goes, you know, it might be worth doing a trip just because it'd be the first time that we've all like been together in person. Could happen. Could rent a van. Be weird. With a stripper, I don't, I don't know if I could handle meeting him face to face. Wait, 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 wait. Well, First, Bruce, we need to... Harlan had a good idea. I heard van and stripper pole. Yes. Uh, wait, what? So my traditional I, I lodge went to the last uh, MRF symposium that we went to. We rented like a, it was almost like a bus, um, but it wasn't quite a bus. It was like a very large van, and it had what could only be described as a stripper pole in it, which was hilarious for midgets. Sure. <laughs> no, no. Um, oh my like, god! I'm interested. Keep talking. It had like seating, like in a circular <laughs> fashion. <laughs> um, yeah, so, yeah, you can do that. Um, we Jason bought a portable, like super high quality recorder, um, just for the purpose of the last road trip that we never yep. took to go see Brother Soulfire get raised. I can get that. Wow, that's been a long time ago. Yeah, which we ended up not making that trip because a certain somebody, <laughs> the worshipful master, uh, rescheduled after we had like taken vacation days and stuff, and we couldn't. It was too quick for everybody to get organized and go the different day, so we actually didn't make it. Um, so far, if you're listening, you still owe me that lap dance, and uh, <laughs> that's a throwback. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, no, I threw that back on Reddit like uh, last week because he posted about the Discord server because he kind of threw away our IRC users. And so yeah. the only comment on that post is, Where's my lap dance? Like, no one else commented <laughs> after that. Dude, if we, go, if we go again, I can get the detention center bus and we could all go in that. I, I could borrow that bus. Hey, 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 Tony, we didn't go the first time. <laughs> yes. Um, if we no, ever go, it could be a fun little road trip. Maybe we could get uh, John to meet us somewhere where our paths would cross, which I have no idea where that would be. <laughs> uh, I would, like I would much Boston? prefer to meet John yeah. than than Nick. Well, yeah, I think we'd all be down for that. You can get six feet of table space for twenty five dollars. That's a deal. Unless it's Nick Johnson, I would much rather meet. Well, Nick, Nick Johnson can come too. We have like a whole after long. I could drag him along. I'll just shove him in my bag, and he just you know won't put up much. No, of you know a what? Fight. Let's just let's just run a bus. We'll call up Half Sack and Scotty and uh... seriously, if 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 John and Nick Johnson commit to going, I will go. Yeah, I mean we can all, we'll get the 
we'll get all the the old guys. We'll call them up and and uh, drag them along. Maybe maybe even get the the past grand has been to tag along. Oh, I think the first step we need to t- to practice this. We need to go. No, we uh, need the van with the stripper the, poles. The first step. What? Hold well, on. Fr- first, we gotta make sure we can go somewhere. <laughs> guys, how <laughs> how awesome is this? The lodge that this is being done at is called Ezekiel Bates Lodge. And so I clicked on who was Ezekiel Bates, and he was a master of the lodge and talks about all that. So can you imagine during his term, you would have to stand up and give the sign and, and, and say, Master Bates, and then just say whatever you, you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I hereby dub Tony the inter, interweb winner of the day, and, and, and Tony, despite that, he still had a lodge named after him. So think about how yeah, awesome he must have been. But just think of this: I'm the master of Bates Worship. Lodge. Just think of this: worshipful master Bates. <laughs> oh, wow! The context there is just. We got if you became a member of Commandery, you'd be eminent masturbates. <laughs> I just, you know, which sometimes that happens. Well, you know, every day in my house, but whatever. Yeah. You get into the Scottish, right? You have venerable masturbates. <laughs> Excellent masturbates. Illustrious yeah. masturbates. I like I to introduce you to right worshipful masturbates. Oh, oh man! If you're in the shrine, it'd be noble masturbates. <laughs> what noble doesn't all. masturbate? The most worshipful <laughs> masturbate. <laughs> no, no, no. It, it would have to be the it would have to be the senior warden, the grand senior warden, because then it would be Master. right worshipful masturbates. masturbates. And then you know which hand is in play. I'm just saying. <laughs> Are we, oh. are we like twelve now? Because yes, <laughs> yes. Twelve years ago, we did a show where I was asking Bruce about the left hand versus the right hand path in the occult. But yeah, which hmm. which if you're among the right group is a brilliant discussion. But if you're among the group that thinks lighting a fart is a great fun time, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> that that's the beautiful fast. thing about the after lodge lodge is that those are the same group. Yeah, right. <laughs> we we actually tried that, didn't we, Harlan? Wait, oh, God. We tried the wait, left wait, hand, wait. the right hand. We did try writing farts. <laughs> we did. And we also talk about the occult a lot. So yes, that's yeah. yeah we we've got the whole package, man. Hey, after lodge is all you need. We were practicing alchemy by trying to convert Tony's flatulence <laughs> <laughs> into, 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 into signed petitions? What? what? Well, we were starting with the saltpeter, and then we would move uh, that into no. signed petitions. Oh, yeah, you were no, on the we give away sunshades for that saltpeter. We are so far off course. What course? No, what no we're not. Yeah. <laughs> we are par for the course. <laughs> exactly. The last thing I remember is I was asked one percent of the population that's actually never seen Harry Potter. Uh, has everybody yeah. in this group seen Harry Potter? Nope. You haven't. Hey, I don't nope. think I don't think I saw the last one. I've seen like three or four. I've of seen them. like How many two of them. Are there? there are eight movies Holy plus shit. the spinoff series. 
that's uh, they're what? working on now, which has already got five confirmed movies. Wait, is that, the, is that the one with the dude with the briefcase and like all the yes. features in it? Because I slept straight through that movie and I wanted to get my money back at the Hold theater. On. I think and, Mike had something to say. Mike said hey, and then he didn't say anything. You got to learn yeah. to use the gavel, dude. Well, what's, what's, Harry, what's, what's Harry Potter's favorite way of getting down a hill? Uh, 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 walking. J.K. Rowling. Oh, you're fired. Uh, <laughs> fired. So, Mike, before the show, oh, your niece was here telling all of good. her like funny jokes. <laughs> that that was like one of hers. Good job. <laughs> yeah, but I've never heard that one before. So it was. Fun. I haven't. That's fair. That's yeah. I'll hmm. give him that. It is original. I think. I'm an original. No, not you the word you that invent that joke. But. We we tend to use the phrase eccentric when we're describing you to other lodges. Hey, that's that's. Fantastic. I'm a. I'm concerned about Mike Shear's master. I really am, because Mike also has a full time job, and so at nine, and he's really taking this master thing to heart. So at nine o'clock this morning, I get an email that that is the layout and the fundraiser letter for the one of the fairs that we do, and I'm like, oh, okay, I'm working. I'm going to look at that later. About half an hour later, I get a text message. Did you read that email yet? Okay, I will. And so another hour, I read the email and sit back just real quick. Oh, okay, need some changes. I'll be fine. And so all freaking day long, he has called me, bugged me, texted me, emailed me. It has just been – I'm like, dude, do your, you've got to do a job too. You've got your work to do. And then, and then do all that no. other stuff. Not the year you're asking, Tony. You've to done this. <laughs> I have an I have an office job where I only work when people walk in the door. Otherwise, I'm doing other things. So yeah. How do you? Oh my god! You should be a government employee. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know how to do that without working for the state. <laughs> <laughs> and I well, will tell you, if you're working for the public sector, it works marvelously. <laughs> it's lunch. In in yeah, all the time. Uh, <laughs> In the Worshipful Master's defense, my second year, and I, I can't believe I, I'm counting years, and when you guys meet me, punch me. That's all I'm asking. Oh, I plan um, to. Oh, that was the plan anyway. 2018. You won't even see me coming. Yeah, well, I'm not, you know, and I, I'm not worried about Bruce. I mean, you know, Jews and physical labor are just kind of, kind of sketchy, so we're okay with that. Wait, what? <laughs> Sorry, I'm going down my I'm going down my Lewis Black portal layer. Right, but it, my second year as master, what I did for my lodge was I laid out everybody and gave them tasks based on emergency management uh, protocols. So I drove them insane. So you guys are doing just fine with the clipboards and with this kind of conversation because I should have been shot on site. Emergency management protocols. What were you? Like earthquake? Well, yeah, I, it mudslide. was so. Well, if you've ever yeah. seen yes, all of them Too apply. Soon. No, it's so. I joked on the last show as I get pulled out of math uh, out of the mothballs when things go wrong, and that's what's happening again. And it's a matter of using. I'm. I've done time in emergency management and and uh, FEMA certifications and things like that, and brought them to the lodge to keep the lodge afloat which Those certifications are so fun 
Oh my God. I've, I've got more than I, yes. you, can sit, you sit down on yes. a computer, you can hammer one out in 10 minutes. Yes. Um, please tell us more. Giggity. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let me read the phone book to you while I'm at it. Cause boy, that's probably just as fucking fun, but probably coming to the fence of the, of, of worship of brother squared. Um, at least he hasn't run you guys through that yet. Like I did my members, my second yeah, so Don't give him any ideas. Huh? Don't do it. Because all it takes is for one person to go, no. And you're playing screwed. <laughs> well, in our lodge, it doesn't really work that way. We, nobody says no. We just wait because we know he's coming out of the chair sooner or later. <laughs> and there's a box of soap and a bag of socks. <laughs> Well, I've got so many. I've got so many past masters in my lodge that making any decision is dicey because um, you'll hear about it. Most of my past masters are pretty solid. I've never heard, at least directly to my face, the "well in my ear" whole really? line. Like but, Bruce was firing that off the entire meeting last week. Well, Mike made it so damn easy. How was I not? <laughs> I was master. Yeah. It was great. Well, the thing is, don't give them the opportunity. If you give them the opportunity, of course they're going to talk because, well, <laughs> shit. I'm a past master. Look at me. I can't shut the fuck up. But if you're master, you just put the game down. Yeah, yeah. You get their two cents and then give them their two cents change back and let it roll. Well, and, and, and Mike's. Uh, in all fairness, Mike's first meeting did have the grand poopaw there. So yeah, no, Mike. Mike had a lot going on for his first. Yeah, I, that, I, that's I, always fun. Most of that, I had like an entire agenda drawn up for that night, and then I'm like, well, that goes out the window. <laughs> hey, but Bruce, at least Mike wrapped the gavel before his wardens. So when that went out there. <laughs> Uh, Mike also oh, did. I don't know if you saw but... things in a backwards order. <laughs> Does, oh, is yeah. somebody suffering from gavel? Grand Sensor Bob was very much had the gavel in hand and was like, he was in the process of getting ready to wrap it. When oh, Mike it was on did. the way down. It was on the way yeah, down. Yeah, he was. He was trying. He wanted to bad. Mike beat him to the plate. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be a fun year, fellas. Yeah, you did a little bit of stuff in reverse order there at the end that totally – you had the whole lodge do it. We all look like Monty your, Python. Your Hall stuff. <laughs> that's, that's how they do it. Yeah, what's wrong with Prince Hall? Oh. Fire in the hole. Did you really just Obama me? Is gotcha. That really happened? I just got Obama. I've heard about, I've heard about your accidental – uh, racism, you can say it. Yeah, accidental racism. Yes. Okay, it's not racist to say racist. Much better than the intentional racism that I display off the air, but uh, <laughs> that's mostly my like anti-Irish bent. <laughs> God, they're horrible people. Why would you put up with them? Wait a minute. What? Uh, we, we, we are talking. We talk about hey, Irish my glasses people now. John, are you a big uh, you a big Family Guy fan by chance? I I used to be. I've I've since recovered, but yes, scene, I used to be. 
about <laughs> like the, the that scene, like the flashback, the Irish before they discovered alcohol. <laughs> oh my god! That's, admittedly, that is one of my favorite episodes yes. for that fifteen-second segment. It was one of the greatest segments ever, outside of the Conway and, Twitty segments during the writer strike. Uh, cool too. And, and, and Wait, is that out, what those were all about? Probably very accurate. Oh, you mean on the show when we did that? Yeah, it was during the writer strike. Family Guy was doing it, so we just threw in some random Conway Twitty. No, 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 and I didn't realize that that was why Family Guy had such an obsession with uh, Conway Twitty. Yes, that it took up like ten minutes of that episode. Yeah, it was the writers were on strike, so they just had to like, finish. The- there was one uh. scene with fighting with the giant chicken that took like five minutes. Is that? Oh, what that was during the strike too. Yeah. Mm. Some of those, some of those like long-standing. I feel like that's happened days. four or five times. Yeah. yeah well, the first well, yes, they all the have. And then they continued it just because. That's because it was- it's time for Family Guy to hang up their spurs. <laughs> well, they all moved over to American Dad now, which is, you know, it's called jumping the shark. The new funny. Uh... <laughs> no. Why don't sharks eat Seth MacFarlane? <laughs> <laughs> Go on, because he because uh, he tastes like grease paint and colored wigs. Bland. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> hey, because they can't walk. <laughs> that that'll work. Hey, wait, Harlan. How wait, is this not a real joke? Do you not have a punchline? <laughs> None, John. Nope. Don't even finish the question. I oh, you son of a bitch! <laughs> <laughs> hey, so now that we've reverted into uh, lighting farts and dad jokes. Reverted my Irish ass. <laughs> I think revisited is the word you're looking for. Hey. Can't talk smack about this show. You're guilty by association now. Um, you don't invited me. One of us. Actually, Nick invited you. We were just desperate. Well, I mean, there's no there's no counting for taste. I mean, anyway, let's be honest. We're glad you're here. Uh, and also glad stop that, lying. The, uh, that the Worshipful Master decided to pay us a visit. Yeah, uh, as you can see, Worshipful, there is nothing amiss going on here, and there is no need for your continued monitoring. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, so please continue on your way. As you will learn from previous masters, um, pleading ignorance—he's the truth—and you know what you don't know won't hurt you is probably the best approach to take with this. So, when you get that call from the Purple People leaders, you'll be like, "What? Who? I don't know what you're talking about." Um. That's- are you talking about? Are you talking to me? Because everything was like. It's because you're on an iPhone. I hate you. Sir. <laughs> was the guy on an iPod? Bad. <laughs> Shut the hell Thanks. up! I'm. <laughs> I'm tracking. <laughs> what do you want for nothing? Has anybody else had their kid brother be master of their lodge? Like, there's got to be like therapy books written about this somewhere. <laughs> like self-help <laughs> psychology <laughs> things. Well, the fun thing is. Give it a give it seven years, and your other kid brother Ooh. will be master of the lodge. Harlan, I think you, Harlan, you just found your own niche without without realizing it is because you are your own problem. The truly sad <laughs> part is that Harlan will still be secretary then, so it's going to be the same problem. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, that's you know, eh, whatever. But I mean, you, I think you need to write a book. And maybe go on some sort of Oprah book tour and, you know, <laughs> espouse you know, your woes and, you know. It's funny you say I, that because before we, started, before we started this show, uh, I was working on a book 
and I have made zero progress on said book since the show started. Uh, mostly because <laughs> the show fulfilled the need. It was it was actually a book about the after lodge method of lodge success, even though we hadn't coined that phrase yet, so it wasn't called that. But that's what it was about. The show was a little too cathartic for Harlan, and he lost the will. <laughs> yeah, it was something. The show filled the need that I wanted to fulfill. <laughs> Speaking of exploiting your brothers, I finally uh, learned the meaning of the dark hour of midnight. <laughs> you did there. You finally what? I finally learned the the meaning of uh, deep dark hour of midnight today. No, my one of my vehicles is it's currently out of commission. Oh okay. no, no. And uh, so I'm sitting at work. It's time to leave. Waiting for my ride to come get me because my wife works further than I do, and it was just easier to let her take the car. Tony goes to leave, and I mention, you know, I'm uh, I'm there waiting on a ride, and he kind of chuckles and says, sucks to be you. And so I asked him to explain the meaning of deep, dark hour of midnight. That sounds like Tony. <laughs> I don't think that's what he actually said, but... Um, he kind of played it off to that basic. Yeah, it was so. No, that that it was sounds quite funny. Like Tony. Uh, Long story short, he brought he brought up Masonic obligations, and I had to give him a ride home. <laughs> so it was. Uh, if, well, it's sad that he had to do that to get you to give him a ride, Tony. <laughs> Cartman, if it makes you feel any better, I the deep dark hour of midnight does not ring a bell with our ritual in Minnesota, and the last time I heard that involved. Me giving out two hundred bucks and I woke up without a kidney. So I mean, at least you know, at least you got that going for you. I don't know what to tell you. That's interesting, John. No, like, like seriously. <laughs> Which part? The part about not having it in a ritual? Or yes. The part without a kidney. I mean, well, they're both interesting, but I think. I mean, yeah, they're they're both interesting, but more more more, more the former. No, I I, I don't think the, the show. The, the the phrase deep dark hour of midnight I don't recall it coming huh. uh, ever being espoused in our ritual up in uh, the great state of Minnesota well, we'll have um, to uh, review that after we're off the air here because that is intriguing but probably not mm-hmm. fit for public consumption uh-uh. right and I'm sure we cover it in other ways but that specific uh, I'm not so sure um, the more I learn about Minnesota I think <laughs> like that's <laughs> a lot of things like that bridge. Tunjuk Landyland is just a term. It's a real place. It's in Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Who wants to ride the PHO Ferris wheel? Wait, what? Our <laughs> uh, <laughs> defense. We don't have any clandestine lodges in Minnesota. Giddy, 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 giddy. I guess I'm that going you know to uh, <laughs> call this. Thing to a close, so I can go outside and soak in some of that balmy sixty-five degree weather that we have for oh like the next twelve hours. Oh. It's gonna be no, awesome. no. We have it for the next twenty-four. Eh. Well, you people suck. It's only it. We get brief respites, and then then it goes back to being like negative ten again. Um, you mean Saturday? Yeah, like it. It happens uh. in the span of like seventy-two hours. It'll go from sub-zero to like post sixty, and then back to sub-zero again. Just remember, before it gets um, yeah, to you, it's got to play in my backyard. It's like negative 30 in Minnesota, right? Today, it is actually 40, but a handful of days ago, it was negative 
10, negative 15. So within a handful of days, it was a 50 degree difference. And yep, yep. tomorrow it's going to go back down to negative 10. I read yeah. somewhere that the 90 year record. So excited. Yeah, there's there's a place in Minnesota called Embarrass, Minnesota, which is down in the valley, and it usually gets the the national cold weather cold weather uh, record daily. And people it live was there colder in our town. Yes, last oh. week than it was in Anchorage, Alaska. Hey, it snowed in the Sahara Desert in Algeria, in Africa. Huh. Huh. What's your exchange student think about, you know, snow in Africa and sunshine here? There's no sunshine here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's not. Mike, are you laying down? Yes, I'm in bed. With a toothbrush. (laughs) 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 Which has been used to scratch off a box. And back we go. The the batteries are dead, so... <laughs> are, are we talking about the toothbrush still or the phone? Or the box? Or the box? I can sympathize with that. It's ten to ten. In my case, it's the box. <laughs> Dude, I've I've been able to figure out how to change the batteries in my box since my kid was born. So, <laughs> you know. They're they're not so they're right not there with- serviceable. You have to uh, basically return the the device and have Apple do way. it. Yeah, except except for the device in which or the the encasement of said device has threatened to kill me on said occasions. So I have to keep the device that doesn't have well, any batteries in it. It's extremely expensive to do that exchange. To like, you're better off just there's in a long right. run you have. Yeah, that's true. That's- <laughs> Uh, Even though I expect, you know, I expect guys like Mike want you to next week after this podcast. By the way, I want to point that out. Guys like Mike want you to buy a new one every two years, but I usually try to keep them a little longer. You know, a good friend of mine is on who on his. Uh, he's gone through five boxes by way of matrimony, and uh, <laughs> and uh, yeah, he uh, he just he he's figured out to rent them. <laughs> I hear that's, that that's what you will. I mean that that worked for the late great Hefner huh. for quite some time. So, really, hey, it's he was surprising. a former defense attorney. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. I'm not one to judge. That is the path I will go uh, when you know this one trades me in. So, <laughs> I, I've already told my current wife that I plan on becoming either a a, a monk or teaching English in Japan. Those are my two courses of action. Right, those are like diametrically. Never mind. None of this is a problem. I understand okay. that. It depends on how the mood strikes me. <laughs> just gonna like, switch from one to the other, you know, as the mood shifts. Well, you know, I figure I'd be really big in Japan. You could be a monk that teaches English. <laughs> <laughs> there you well, go. It could be like Kwai Chi and Kane and roam the earth for different whorehouses. I um and yeah, probably then. not. Okay. Uh this this show's narrative continues to degrade. So um, this train can I just throw out the Captain America? I'm sure would have been proud of this episode. Uh, we oh, set, yes. out, we no set out trying to do him proud, and uh, God, we, we got that trickster's gleam in his eye. So uh, I hope so. He sounded like a hell of a good individual oh, and a good brother. Yeah. I I wish I could have been a member of your lodge just to know him. Yeah, it's uh, 
most of America should have. Uh, I think we talked on the show many times. He's a war hero on top of it all. So, yep. is that hoorah? Um, an army war hero. <laughs> the true branch. Yeah. So, anyway, nobody has anything else. Then, uh, suppose we'll reserve the the last word for the worshipful master of the after lodge. If he hasn't fallen asleep on us. Hey Tony, did you get that email? (laughs) 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 So, thanks for listening to episode one eighty-seven of the After Lodge podcast. Uh, (laughs) Making Captain America proud even beyond the grave. You can find the show notes for this or any previously published episode at www.afterlodge.com. You can find us on Facebook at After Lodge. Shoot us an email at afterlodge at gmail.com. Hang out with us on IRC at irc.snoonet.org, pound sign Freemasonry. And eventually we'll be on Discord since, you know, Soulfire is going to get pushing that again. Bruce, maybe you can handle that one. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Twitter, Potter, every other podcast directory I've never heard of. Look us up, leave us some feedback, tell your friends about us. And of course, the quickest way to find us usually is on the Freemasonry and After Lodge subreddits. If you're not on Reddit, you're missing out on what basically is digital masonry in 2018. So, until next week, brothers, we will we'll see you on the other side. Harlan checked your email. <laughs> this is where everybody says goodbye. Slide the show. Yeah.